Memphis. I am back. I'm Toby Sells, news editor of the Memphis Flyer. I'm also host of the talk side of Radio Flyer, the show brought to you from the people and the pages of the Memphis Flyer. Now, I took a few weeks off, and this show was ably handled by our music editor, Alex Green. Thank you, Alex. Uh, I was working on some projects for the paper, and then I took some time off. Uh, I needed some something uh, in between, you know, the virus and the snowstorm, and ugh, I just, I'm just so glad that it's springtime, and, and we are going to talk about that later in the show. Now, I know y'all missed me. I saw all the outcry on Nextdoor and on our brand new website and on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and MySpace and Snapchat and WhatsApp and WeChat and QZone and Reddit and Tumblr and Twitter and Google+. Okay, I'm just kidding about Google+. Now I'm just I'm kidding about all of that. Y'all probably didn't miss me, but I sure missed bringing y'all the great voices of the people behind the Memphis Flyer. I love working with these people, and I love sharing them with anybody that'll listen. And we'll do that today, of course. Uh, we'll also do Memornet, and we'll have some news. Uh, we're going to pick some stuff from our calendar to help you get your weekend together. Uh, also something special, we're going to check in with Chris McCoy, our film and TV editor. This week, he got a behind-the-scenes look at the new Coming to America movie with filmmaker, Memphis filmmaker Craig Brewer. And now, just saying that Craig Brewer directing the new Coming to America movie, that just feels insane. I mean, that is the big time, and, and Brewer has earned it, and man, I know Memphis is proud of him. So uh, we'll touch on Zamunda a little bit. We'll also uh, touch on Wakanda a little bit in this episode, too. Stick around for that. Uh, Bruce Van Weingarten, our esteemed editor, talks spring renewal in more ways than one this year. Uh, And he'll talk about vaccine deniers. We'll talk about that. Uh, We'll talk about the Flyers' brand new website that I mentioned before. If you haven't seen it, click over there, memphisflyer.com. It's glorious. It's actually really, really great. Check it out. Sam Chichi, our soccer reporter, will give us a brief update on Memphis 901 FC's roster construction for the year, and that includes a guy named Guitar. We'll talk about that. And I talk, uh, I will talk also with the upcoming about the upcoming mosquito season with a Shelby County Health Department official. And folks, the news ain't great. Anyhow, we'll do all of that today right here on Radio Flyer. Here we go. Let's turn our gaze over to the Memornet. Yeah, that's Memphis on the internet. When I got to admit, this week is a little sweeter than it usually is because I was away and someone else did it, and those other folks are nicer than I am. Uh, Wakanda forever. Memphis author Sheree Renee Thomas posted photos of herself, Troy L. Wiggins, and Danny and Daryl Jerry signing copies of the just-released Black Panther Tales of Wakanda to Instagram. Zamunda forever. Memphis businesses celebrated the release of the Craig Brewer-directed Coming to America. Some flew the Zamundan flag, while others posed with brewers. And you see a photo there posted to Instagram by uh, the Global Cafe. Now this one is sweet. Spread love. 
A woman with a big heart was spotted at Sam Cooper in East Parkway last week. Uh, Christopher Champlin wrote on Facebook, quote, I think it's pretty awesome that she woke up today and decided to sit at one of the busiest intersections and spread love. And you see a photo of this woman with a big sign that just says, I love all people. So sweet. Looking back at the week that was, uh, City Names MPD Director Finalists. The city of Memphis announced seven finalists for the position of Memphis Police Department Director to replace current MPD Director Mike Rawlings. The city said that the announcement of the new director would be made in April after an interview process is completed. The finalists are Joel Fitzgerald, Sharonda Hampton, Samuel Hines, Ann Kirkpatrick, uh, Michael Sheeran, Joseph P. Sullivan, and Perry A. Tarrant. Rudd to resign. The University of Memphis has announced that President M. David Rudd, the 12th president of the university, will be leaving his position in May 2022. He plans to transition to faculty in 2023 for research and teaching after a year sabbatical abroad. Uh, Also, just got to mention, David Rudd, awesome on Twitter. Forrest Bus to leave Capitol. Climaxing a years-long controversy, the Tennessee Historical Commission voted Tuesday, this is last Tuesday, to remove a bust of Nathan Bedford Forrest from the state capitol. Meeting virtually, the members of the commission resolved on the long-deliberated and fateful move by a 25-to-1 vote. Hall named Interim Director of Health Department. The void left by the sudden resignation recently of former Shelby County Health Director Elisa Househalter was filled at least temporarily last week. Mayor Lee Harris announced on March 9th that Lasagna Harris Hall has been appointed interim director of the health department. She currently serves as uh, deputy chief administrative office for Shelby County government. More taters. Last month, Memphians were surprised to find bags of instant mashed potatoes in their mailboxes. According to a press release from the Idahoan Company, more than 1.2 million servings of Idahoan mashed potatoes arrived at Memphis households through the month of February. Quote, by choosing Idahoan, more often than any other city in America, Memphians have helped Idahoan claim the honor of being America's favorite mashed potatoes, said the release. Let's flip back to our calendar to see if we've got anything that can help you get your weekend together. Ah, right here we go, Lodge Love. This is uh, for Black Lodge Video. This event exists because of donors' generosity to January's Indiegogo campaign, raising awareness of Black Lodge's plight. Since that generosity will help the independent video rental store and music and events venue survive until the end of lockdown, they'd like to give back. Memphians can enjoy 48 hours of movies, music, comics, art, and more, compliments of Black Lodge. Quote, venues all over the country have struggled to stay afloat during the pandemic, and Black Lodge is no different, says Black Lodge on a social media campaign. As our live band shows, movie screenings, and club nights have been on hold, it's been a challenge to stay open. Thank you so much to each and every one of you. Now we want to give something back. Uh, Featured bands will include Jack Oblivion, The Sheiks, uh, Louise Page, all live streamed from Black Lodge along with other pre-recorded performances. Uh, Short films will include creations by Craig Brewer, Mike McCarthy, John Pickle, Laura Jean Hawking, Chad Allen Barton, and others. Uh, Josh McLean, Billups Allen... And, uh, and other comics will make you laugh. Drag artists Moth 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 and Honey West will perform. Mixologist Morgan McKinney will host a special drink mixology tutorial. 
And you're going to need a drink before watching the killer comedy Freaky starring Vince Vaughn and directed by Christopher Landon. The telethon will wrap up with a double feature of two of the worst movies ever made, uh, Mac and Me, which is the E.T. ripoff, and 1990's Troll 2. Throughout the telethon, you'll be able to tip the bands and continue to donate to the Black Lodge Fund, and we hope you do. That's uh, the Black Lodge Telethon. It's online from uh, video.blacklodgememphis.com. That's video blacklodgememphis.com this is friday today march 19th at 6 p.m it runs through sunday march 20 uh 21st at 3 a.m and it's totally free love speaks uh award-winning author and professor dr bettina l love will discuss the struggles and possibilities of committing to an abolitionist goal of educational freedom as opposed to reform moving beyond what she calls the educational survival complex that's a heavy but necessary conversation from the Communities and Conversation Lecture Series hosted by Rhodes College and co-sponsored by Facing History and Ourselves. The talk called We Gonna Be Alright, But That Ain't Alright, Abolitionist Teaching and the Pursuit of Educational Freedom is online from Rhodes College Wednesday, March 24th at 6 p.m. Uh, that's at rhodes.edu and it's free with registration. The annual Chalk Fest from Memphis Brooks Museum has gone virtual again this year. Uh, over at brooksmuseum.org, this is Thursday through Saturday, March 18th through the 20th. It's free. Go and grab your chalk and hit the sidewalks and share your work on social media for fun prizes. Use hashtag ChalkFest2021 uh, or at Brooks Museum. Comedian Mark Curry comes to Chuckles Comedy Club, that's 1700 Dexter, uh, for a few night run here from Friday to Sunday, March 19th through the 21st. Uh, he's doing shows at 645 and 845. Tickets are $20 to $35. It's the Ultimate Elvis Tribute Artist Weekend over at Graceland. This is Friday and Saturday, March 19th and the 20th at 7 p.m. Tickets range from $35 to $125. Celebrate the King with the best Elvis Tribute Artist in the world. Past winners will, will perform live on stage in two exciting concert experiences. More comedy uh, for a show called What She Said 7. This is out at the Comedy Junt. That's at 4330 American Way. This is Saturday at 8 p.m. Tickets are $20. Join this all-female comedy show live featuring headliner Kenya Faith. Bruce Van Weingarten, as you know, is the esteemed editor of the Memphis Flyer. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Hey. Toby, how are you? Doing, doing just fine. Uh, read your column this week, and it's one of my uh, uh, favorite times of the year, especially after that hard winter that we had. You talk about spring renewal yep. in, in your column. What do you think? Well, you know, um, sometimes you just kind of have to wax a little uh, poetic. And, uh, you know, we had this uh, all-night rain on Sunday, and then uh, sometimes it happens. It just You wake up, and the rain is gone, and the sun is up, and uh, it's just everything is sparkling and beautiful, and that's the kind of morning it was, and it inspired me to write a little bit about that. And, uh, you know, the idea of perennials versus annuals in, in plants uh, and how perennials come back every year and, and annuals die off. And then, of course, I very, very cleverly segued into uh, how a lot of folks are uh, not choosing to take the vaccine, which is a really bad deal. And uh, mainly because they're being fed a bunch of nonsense by uh, by uh, the media, right wing media sphere, and uh, you know I, I think it's a real danger to all of us uh, to uh, the fact that so many people are ignorant about this, and uh, ignorance is being spread. So I went up on that 
track a little bit. Um, and I, I do think it's time now, frankly, uh, I'm just going to get on my soapbox here, that everybody who should get a shot that can possibly get one, no one, you're not holding anybody away from getting a shot right now. Uh, they are available, and, uh, you know, you can go to any rural county and, and walk into Walgreens and get one immediately because uh, too many folks out there just don't want to get it. So right. anyway, I'm urging my column to, to just go get a shot and, and be one of the smart ones. Don't be, a, don't be an annual and get, get dead. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and, and, of course, down in Mississippi, they've opened it up to any adult that wants to get the shot uh, to try to combat a little bit of this, right? To say, you know, we know we've got a lot right. of folks that don't want this. We're going to open it up, take every barrier away so that if you want it, you can go and yep. get it. I, I think I don't say this often in my time. I think Mississippi should be the model for the United States right now. I think they should just say, unless maybe in Chicago where there's still a lot of folks who want it and can't get it, but uh, in most of America, especially in rural America, you can get that shot. And there's no reason to have any arbitrary age restrictions at this point. Uh, too many fools are just not doing it. And so take advantage of it and, and be one of the folks who are who are protected against these new variants that are coming in that are quite deadly. Yeah, and, and this is the only way we win, folks. This is the way forward uh, to, to get yep. that shot. Uh, turning the tensions just a little bit, talk about renewal. MemphisFlyer.com got a brand new look this week as we launched our new website. I think it looks great. What do you yeah. think? I love it. Uh, you know, we're, we're as you know, uh, we're in the middle of sort of tweaking it and uh, trying to learn the, the ropes uh, on some of the back end stuff. But it looks great. And uh, I had some MacGyver moments this morning of my own where I figured <laughs> out some some things that I hadn't figured out before. And so, uh, you know, it's been a very successful day for me. Yeah, so the, the yeah, people should go look at it. Definitely, uh, <laughs> click over to the memphisflyer.com, Have a look. It's clean. Uh, it's uh, we kind of streamlined a few things. Uh, images are going to be bigger. We're going to be able to move stories around. It looks it looks really really great. The old flyer site was fantastic, um, but uh, this one I think is going to be a little bit cleaner, better experience certainly on mobile for people uh, to go and flip through. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully folks are going to enjoy it. But uh, looks pretty great. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with it so far. It, it, it's uh, as we expected. There have been a few bumps along the way, but it's. Uh, I gotta say, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with it at this point. Absolutely. Well, Bruce, that's all I got this morning, man. Uh, I'm so glad it's springtime, and uh, so glad to to just be here hanging out. All right, man. Get get your second shot, and we're gonna go have a beer. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. I'm I'm excited. Thanks, man. Casia Smith-Alexander is the administrator of the Environmental Health Program at the Shelby County Health Department. So that means one of the things she focuses on in Shelby County are mosquitoes. We know mosquito season is right around the corner, and Smith-Alexander didn't exactly have encouraging news about the upcoming mosquito season. I think we, like a lot of people, thought that with those really harsh, cold winter days that we had, that it might help the mosquito problem, but it turns out maybe not. Is that right? That is true. Usually, you know, mosquitoes do prefer the warmer weather, anything above 80 degrees. But we do find that some adult female species of mosquitoes will find holes, little places and little crevices that they can crawl into, and they will hibernate. And some adult female mosquitoes can hibernate up to six months. So they're like kind of dormant. They're not ex exerting any energy or anything. So they're just kind of really in that hibernation state 
during that time when the weather gets cooler. What will our, our mosquito situation look like sometime soon here? Oh, <laughs> we are having a lot of water and moisture this year, especially since January has rolled around. So that is going to bring about a lot of, we're anticipating more breeding of mosquitoes because we'll have more areas for them to lay their eggs, for them to be able to continue their life cycle. So we are anticipating that there will be a more of a boom to the mosquito season this year because of all the the rain, the snow, the melting of the snow, and now today more rain to give them ample opportunity to replicate. What are we going to do to try to control it? Well, normally, and, that, and I'm so glad to ask that question, normally the trucks that you see that are spraying are not necessarily out there because we have an exorbitant amount of mosquitoes in the population. Those trucks are out there because we have detected West Nile in the mosquito population. So we're always that. Yes. A lot of people don't realize that. So we're always trying to reduce the spread of viruses. So once we detect that we have West, a positive West Nile case in a mosquito is that's when we start spraying the trucks. And it is really particularly to make sure that we don't have the spread into the human population. What we're doing now, and we do 12 months out of the year, we just amplify it during the summertime is that we have crews that go out and what we they do is they pr- provide larviciding. So basically they are hand throwing granules of pesticide into streams and mm-hmm. into, into ditches and that sort of thing to make sure that the population doesn't continue to explode and grow. You know, this is a time of year we tell people, look at your bird bath. You know, if you have a dilapidated pool or a neighbor has a dilapidated pool, by all means contact us. We will come out to verify whether or not there uh, is evidence of mosquito larvae in the water, and we will treat that water as well. So, you know, this is something we do all the time. Like I said, 12 months of the year, just making sure that we are putting down something to help with the mosquito population. But we also ask, you know, people to help us, the citizens of Shelby County, you know, by walking your yard, looking at your perimeter, making sure that you don't have any flower buckets that you're no longer using, no toys that might have been out from last year that needs to be tipped over, make sure that it's emptied out. And is there anything that like homeowners can do out there? I know uh, you probably get asked this question a lot, but uh, you know, there's a, all those different methods that people can use to, to kind of uh, reduce the, the mosquito population around your house. D- do any of those work or, or what's your, your recommendation on those? Our biggest thing that we like to tell people is that use a insect repellent that contains a DEET. Okay. We always tell people that and that's the biggest thing that you can do. Then the other thing, if you, some people don't want to do that, we say wear light, <laughs> you know, we don't want people falling out outside, but wear white, wear long sleeve shirts, but make sure it's, you know, the light fa- fabric. Long pants are helpful. If you're going to be out at dusk or dawn, that's particular helpful. And then, you know, just looking at what's around you. A lot of times people ask us and say, oh, I have this big mosquito problem outside. Can you come by and see what's going on? If it's not their yard, sometimes it is the neighbor yard. And it could be something as simple as they have tires stacked up in the back that they plan on using and not realizing that it's harboring mosquitoes in the tires. Or someone can have an old gym set that a children or grandchildren used to play on that's no longer there and it's holding water reservoir. So we usually tell people, you know, just kind of look around and see what's out there and what's occurring, you know, in your neighborhood, in your area where you are, if you're seeing a large number of mosquitoes. 
Well, fantastic. I know, Casey, that was everything that I had. Was there anything that we uh, left out or anything you want to add? I know people are calling us and saying, hey, I'm seeing these large mosquitoes inside the, uh, my house already. And most of the time, the large mosquitoes that people are seeing are the crane flies. Mm -hmm. They do resemble mosquitoes, but they're just the crane flies. You know, people would say, oh, they eat the mosquitoes. They don't. <laughs> they don't eat the mosquitoes. They don't bite us. But yes, you are seeing a lot of those now out and about, and they are coming into the homes. But most of them, the large ones, are not the mosquitoes right now. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for your time and all your hard work to help keep us safe here in Shelby County. Chris McCoy is our film and TV editor, as you know. And Chris, you had the cover story this week. And how cool is this story? I just can't get over it. Craig Brewer directed the new Coming to America movie, the sequel to the iconic Coming to America film. And uh, I just think that is insane that this Memphis filmmaker has done this huge film. You wrote a story about it. You kind of got behind the scenes with Craig a lot on, on this. But what do you think about the film? Well, well, yes, I got to do a big interview with Craig, sat down with him for a long time. And listen, people need to know that this is a, a big deal. This is the biggest movie in the world right now. Right. Uh, and it's the, the, the biggest film in terms of audience since the uh, beginning of the pandemic last March. So it's strange because the streaming services are, don't, don't really release their viewership numbers in a consistent way. There's an independent company that monitors streaming viewership, and they said that Coming to America's opening Friday night was bigger than Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day. Whoa. Yeah, so it's it's the biggest movie in the world. It's the number one movie in Africa right now. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Like the entire continent of Africa, which is appropriate because the film, uh, it's called Coming to America with a two instead of a T-O. Right, right. But actually, most of it is in Africa, in Zamunda, where Eddie Eddie Murphy, as uh, Prince Hakim, ascends to the throne, and he has three daughters, but no sons. And Zamundan law says that he has to have a son to become the prince. Then he finds out that he had fathered a child with uh, Leslie Jones while in, during the original movie. Yeah, so he goes back to America to find his son. And meanwhile, he has a, a daughter who's played by Kiki Lane, who is great who is like obviously the best person for the job mm -hmm. right yeah, uh, yeah yeah but but because of old sexist laws she can't like you know be queen and so and it's it's funny it's a great film people just love it you know that's one thing that craig kept saying actually we went to we went to lunch with Craig, and that was the first time I, when I was doing the interviews, and that was the first time I'd been, you know, to a restaurant of any kind since the beginning of the pandemic. Wow. We sat outside, but people kept coming up to him like the whole time, going, "Oh, you know, we just watched Coming to America, and we thought it was it was uh, fantastic." So yeah, pick up a copy of the paper or look online, and and you can see the interview. He he has a lot of great things to say. He talks about working with Leslie Snipes, working with James Earl Jones, and of course working with Eddie Murphy. Who this is the second movie they've made together. They really uh, seem to work together really well as a team so uh, it's great I, I just think it's great to see a memphian be this successful at, at really anything it's uh, huge i mean it, it's one of those yeah, things it's that, huge yeah you, when i got to memphis you know I'd, I'd heard the name craig brewer i watched the porn hungry movie because i love the bar mm -hmm. and, and knew that he was there and then since i've been here to watch his career just go and go and go and now that craig brewer just directed coming to america again it just kind of melts my face off that's it's a huge deal and it's so cool yeah, well, you know, he was Craig was part of the Indie Memphis Digital Revolution back in 2000. 
his film, The Poor and Hungry, sort of made Indy Memphis and or gave it an audience and 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 Indy Memphis gave him an audience in the in return. Right. And he's had a lot of ups and downs in his career. He had a long time where he couldn't get a movie made, but I it's but now it's just great that, you know, people recognize his talent and and really, you know, he came up through the indie film scene, but he's always been a crowd pleaser, if that makes any sense. Sure, yeah. That, yeah. You know what I mean? He really that like that's where his, his heart's at always is to is to try and you know, rile up a crowd and and make them feel, you know, come out of the movie feeling good or at least feeling something. Right. You know, so, yeah, I think it's it's great. And all Memphians, I think, should be should be proud. And also he's very community minded as far as as keeping up promoting Memphis filmmakers and helping out people who don't have the same access to resources as he does or don't have. Yeah, he he always wants to help. So it's great that he's a great community booster and he's finally seeing this level of success that frankly he's deserved for a long time. So yeah, it's a great it's a great Memphis success story and you can read all about it in the Memphis Flyer. And you can go watch Coming to America online or it's a streaming where's it streaming right Amazon now? Amazon Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime video. So you probably already have it and don't even know it. <laughs> watch Coming to America this weekend by Memphis filmmaker Craig Brewer. Again, Chris, thanks so much. I appreciate it and take care, sir. Thanks, Toby. Have a good one. Folks, that's going to do it for the talk half of Radio Flyer. Please stick around for the next half of music with our music editor, Alex Green. Uh, Thank you all so much. Have a great weekend. Alex, take it away. Thank you. Thank you.